how do the carbohydrates in our diet affect our risk of cardiovascular disease? Well, there's actually some good news and some bad news, but let's start with the good. There's a certain type of carbohydrate that can really, really help to lower cholesterol and as such, help to reduce our risk of cardiovascular disease. And that is the high fiber carbohydrate staples. So all of your veg come into that category straight away, but then the high fiber, slow burn, starchy staples like brown rice or pearl barley or granary breads, those kinds of things. What these high fiber carbohydrates do is as we digest them, they form a gel-like substance in the gut. This gel-like substance actually binds to cholesterol. Now, this isn't cholesterol that's coming through food. We know, we've known for decades that cholesterol in food has no bearing on circulating cholesterol. No link whatsoever. This is cholesterol that's actually been released from the liver with bile to help with the digestion of fats. And what happens is once that cholesterol's done its job, it then gets reabsorbed through the digestive system and gets back into circulation. It's what's called the enterohepatic circulation. So this normal kind of cycle of cholesterol is there all of the time because cholesterol gets synthesized in our liver. It's a vital substance. It's what all of our steroidal hormones are made, made out of. It's a key part of cell membranes. It's supposed to be there but we can just kind of manipulate the type of cholesterol and all of that kind of stuff that I'll get into in a, in, in a minute. Most of the cholesterol that's synthesized in the liver is used with bile for fat digestion. Only a small amount stays in circulation. So by consuming those high fiber carbohydrates, when they bind to the cholesterol in the gut, they prevent it from being reabsorbed. And that has the knock-on effect of actually reducing LDL cholesterol. But it has very little bearing on HDL cholesterol. So essentially what's happening by consuming more of those high-fiber foods, we're actually helping to lower LDL cholesterol, but maintain healthy levels of the more beneficial type of cholesterol, the HDL. So that's the good news. Now the bad news. You've probably heard me talking about this before, but the refined carbohydrates, the white bread, the white rice, the white pasta, sugary drinks and sweets and all of that gunge, they're, the, they're a bit of a problem. Because they have a huge amount of glucose and it takes virtually no digestive effort to actually liberate that glucose, they send our blood sugar up really, really high, really, really quickly. Now, if this happens every now and again, it's no big deal. It's no big issue. But if this happens a lot, several systems start to break down and several problems start to occur. What happens is our cells take, as soon as our blood glucose goes up, our body responds by releasing the hormone insulin and insulin tells our cells to take in as much glucose as they can, which the cells can then use to make ATP. But because high levels of glucose in a cell can be damaging, that we get something called glucotoxicity, our cells are able to basically shut the door when they know that they're full. When they've had enough, when they're full and at capacity, they close the doors and they won't take on any more glucose. Now, if blood glucose is still high, because that's a potentially life-threatening state, the body kicks into another mode. It actually starts to 
store some in the form of glycogen. That's a storage form of glucose that is stored in our skeletal muscles and in our liver. That can only take in a small amount as well. There's a limit to how much glycogen we can actually store. So if glycogen stores are full and the cells have stopped taking in glucose, if blood levels are high, because it's a potentially life-threatening state, another system kicks in. That additional glucose gets sent to the liver and converted into triglycerides. Triglycerides are what gets stored around our waist. It's the body fat. But those triglycerides have to get transported to our body fat via our circulation. So the amount of fats in our blood goes up. When that happens, our LDL cholesterol goes up. So the quote-unquote bad cholesterol goes up. But most importantly, and this is something that no one ever seems to talk about, is we get an elevation of something called small, dense LDL. This means that the LDL that's actually being produced is in tiny, tiny little concentrated particles that are able to embed themselves within the blood vessel walls and cause damage, which then leads on to cardiovascular disease, to atheromas, to atherosclerotic lesions say that one backwards. It's all to do with the particle size. Now, you can have raised LDL. You can have LDL that's that's kind of through the roof. But if it's just soft, fluffy LDL, which, which is what they call the large particles, that will cause no damage whatsoever. That will have no impact on cardiovascular health. But these tiny, small, dense ones, these things are essentially lethal. And a diet high in refined carbohydrates leads to very high levels of these small, dense LDL particles. So that simple shift, hopefully you should realise by, by those two things that I've said there, is if you reduce the refined carbohydrates and increase the, the slow-burn, high-fibre varieties, you'll help to dramatically improve your blood fats and reduce your risk of cardiovascular disease over time.